Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to this edition of Something United Talk Time on podcast. Um, it's going high-tech, low-tech. So I'm just going to do my intro now. So bear with. Yeah, that was the wrong one. Well, this is going marvelously. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me this evening, um, which is live streaming, but there's no one watching that, so don't worry. Um, we've got Mark Bravery, who's been on before, um, so I won't torment him with the who are you. But we also have Julian, who hasn't been on before, so Julian gets the little... <laughs> right, well... Um... Yeah, Julian Rosario, uh, JR on the uh, Amber Planet Forum, or Magnum on Gandemonium. Um, yes, I have supported Sutton since the 1970s, since my uh, uh, mid-70s, probably about 74, 75. I'm waiting for uh, Mark Freight to finally release some of his lists so I can actually try and remember which game it was that I went to, that <laughs> Mum took me to. Um, back then and I, I, I loved it and uh, I remember we I sure there was games like Hastings and Southall but Southall I think was maybe a bit later but we certainly went to the um, Bournemouth uh, FA Cup game uh, at Gander Green Lane. Mum of course went to the 1970 FA Cup game against Leeds but didn't take me because she was eight months pregnant so she wouldn't take she wouldn't take me I was four I would have been four then 
So, but uh, yeah, fell in love with it after, especially after when I think I was eleven, went to um, Palace Brighton uh, with Mum, and uh, came out and there's riots, the police on horseback and everything uh, down the White Horse Road. So um, after that, I said, Mum, right, let's go to Sutton. I much like it there, and I've been going ever since. <coughs> Excellent. Um, so, how many years was that again? Well, yeah. Well, 74, 75, I'm pretty sure that uh, the first um, went to the odd game. Um, I'm the oldest of four, and my sister, who supported Sutton for a long time, and still does, but she lives in New Zealand now. Um, she she was the young, young, youngest one of the family, born in 72, so so we couldn't get to too many games because mum would be look, looking after uh, my sister, and dad's not into football at all, so, um, so it was all down to mum. Uh, taking me and my sister uh, jumped on the Sutton bandwagon as well. So, despite all that very long history, you've been you you backed off the last couple of games because it was cold. Is that was that have I got that right? No, no, no. Is that cold? <laughs> it was cold or COVID? I can't remember. I, can't remember. I, I got COVID, so I uh, <clears throat> I, I was um, due to miss the Tranmere game anyway uh, because I was away in Great Yarmouth at the music festival. <laughs> and all of us that went managed to um, managed to catch COVID. So um, so I've missed Orient and Mansfield, but obviously the Orient game I couldn't watch. The Tranmere game I watched. Thankfully, I, I timed it because it was the, you know it was the international weekend, so I could actually watch the uh, watch the Tranmere game in my caravan, which I did for going to watch the bands. But um, the Orient game I couldn't watch, um, and obviously Mansfield last night I, I watched as well. But I'll be back on Saturday, so I can't wait. I've missed it. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny little thing. I was trying to explain to someone at work today, um, not a football fan at all, doesn't understand why we're going to, to football. I don't get it. It's just people kicking a ball around. And I was like, mm. well, yeah, but it isn't. Half the time, people don't go for watching the ball being kicked around. It's completely everything else that goes around it. Um, so I was trying to put it into words and I was failing miserably. The poor blokes wandered off thinking football is just a bunch of mm. people just standing there. Worried that they're going to miss out on the funny things that happen that they won't they won't know what everyone's talking about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, but on the on the games, um, I know you weren't there, but you you watched the we'll say highlights of Leighton Orient. Mark, you were there. Yeah. Um, how how did it, how did it go for you? Um, well, it was a little bit of deja vu because we we lost. 4-1 at Orient uh, a few seasons ago, didn't we? Um, this is a different sort of game. I mean, um, I, I don't think Matt would have been too happy about conceding three goals that followed set pieces or two throw-ins in a, in a, a short corner. Um, and the other goal that Orient scored, which was their second goal, arguably it was the pivotal goal in the game, Probably should have been disallowed because, as I'm sure we've all seen on on the footage, there was a, a pretty clear push on on Louis John uh, moments <clears> before Harry Smith put the ball in in the net. Um, that sort of put put Dean Bazanis off. That that Louis being pushed and uh, strictly, I think the ref should have disallowed the goal and awarded a free kick to Sutton, but he didn't. He allowed the the goal to stand. Um, the the other goals, I mean, there was a, a long throw that was going to flicked on in our box and then and finished almost at the far post. Um, the the third goal that they scored was a very good finish. We can't take that away from from the guy, but um, again, it followed a, a throw in, different sort of throw in from the earlier goal. And then the fourth 
which is very late in the game. I think it was just in stoppage time. Has followed followed a short corner that's sort of caught our defence napping. So I'm sure Matt would have been though he didn't come across this way in the interview. I'm sure he would have been seething about the way that some of those goals were were conceded. But of course that was put right last night when we kept a clean sheet against Mansfield. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, on, on the on the late Norian obviously took a nice lead. <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah. Um, all got very excited. I nearly lost my wedding ring because it was cold. <laughs> and jumping up and thinking, Jesus, <laughs> catch that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the I have to admit that I was a little bit um, head in hands when I was there watching the, the goal that you were talking about with the, the, what was now the foul because I just couldn't understand what had happened with Dean. My eyesight is shocking anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just couldn't understand what he'd done, and I was like, mm. the guy next to me was convinced it was a foul, um, but I mm. think he thought the keeper was fouled. Um, yeah, I thought that actually at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And then obviously seeing the replay, it's like, oh, okay, I can yeah, see. I mean, it, 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 it wasn't a little shove. Yeah, but really it should have been straightforward for the linesman to see. A little bit more difficult for the referee, but the linesman would have a perfect view of it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what their instructions are these days, but it, it was a bit of an odd one because normally they are given. So I don't know why it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a tiny little push, but it, it was enough to send Louis off balance which mm. then um not been mm. over. Um yeah. but that said it's one 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 goal we did um kind of we didn't do brilliantly in the game. Um there was another moment though where it was two one and Tance was through. Um, yeah one on one with a keeper and again a different guy from work was with me. Um, I can't criticise because obviously I would never be in that position myself. Um, <laughs> we hit it straight at the keeper. I was like, oh, yeah, either side, yeah, and we're looking at yeah. two-two, and I, I genuinely think we probably would have gone on to win then. Um, and that was probably an easier chance than, than the one he put. I mean, he did in credit. I mean, we, we did start the game very well, and it was an excellent goal that Tanto scored to, to give us the leads, and that needs to be acknowledged. Um, yeah. But that 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 second chance he had in the second half did did look a, an easier chance, as you say. He hit a straight at the keeper. Sometimes that happens in football. You know, a striker can't convert every single chance. No, of course not. And often it's the more challenging ones that they get put away, and the easier ones sometimes are squandered. There's a bit of credit to the keeper for that, though, because yeah, in that position you're going to kind of try and guess one way or the other, because the striker's not going to go down the middle. He's going to he's going to try and put it in the corners, and and the keeper's kind of stayed where he was. So, um, yeah, he did well, but I did kind of go, oh, if that had scored, we probably would have won, and we're going to struggle for the rest. Um, I thought before the third we kind of dug ourselves back into it, we made it into a little bit of a war and managed to dig ourselves back into it, but then that third goal was, I mean it was a great goal, but... Um, Wonderful strike. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was, as Matt said, um, you've all heard the interviews, um, it's a game of football, we've lost it, um, yeah. time to move on. Um, yeah. A lot easier to say this, having been having this conversation Sunday, probably would be a lot different about that, let's move on comment, but after then standing in the freezing cold last night, um, watching a wonderful performance by Mr. Rock. Um, <laughs> and as you said, don't know what their instructions are these days, and no, I don't know. I don't normally like to have a moan at referees because it always feels like an excuse, but I do feel justified when we can win 2-0. Then I feel like quite happy to have a pop at a referee because we, but it's not sour grapes. Um, mm. But you were there, Mark. What did you think of the ref? 
Well, some of his decisions were a little bit puzzling, and I think there was there was some um, dodgy calls by the linesman as well on on the rec side. Mm -hmm. um, at least one occasion where he gave a corner to Mansfield, and it, it did very much look as if I think it was Rob Milson who kept the ball in. Um, but yeah, there was there was some strange uh, decisions about restarting the game, wasn't there? At one point. I can't remember exactly what happened, but um, he, 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 he gave a drop ball or something. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He took Is it Craig Eastman? The keeper. Yeah. Then went to the centre circle, then went to the dugout, <laughs> then walked back to the centre circle, and then went and gave it back to the keeper to tell him to carry on. And then I think he tried to hurry him up as well. And it's like, mm. why are you hurrying the keeper up when you've just spent half an hour walking around with the ball? I mean, how did it look on, on the screens? Oh, hi, Julian. You watching that one? Though? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so I watched. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I mean, I, 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 I had the benefit of replays, of course, as well, and and mm. Salt's wonderful commentary. Uh, commentary, and mm. uh, I mean, he set the tone in the first couple of minutes when um, uh, Omar was brought down in the box. He was hauled down and mm. uh, um, uh, uh, and let play go on. And then, but even worse, just after that, he was hauled hauled down outside the box, and it was mm. the most blatant foul you'll see. Um, mm. and, and I think Hawkins had already been booked by that stage, um, and I think it was Hawkins that took him down, and uh, it was it was absolutely blatant, and he waved play on, and I thought, oh, we are in trouble here, and of course, the whole first half was stop, start, stop, start, mm. and he and he and he, and he, and he, you know, he could have booked a couple more players because there was, you know, there were tackles flying in, mm. um, it, 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 and he just set the tone, and. and this is the problem I found with the referees this season, not just Rock, but a lot of them, they, although he did book a player early, generally a lot of them, they let these tackles fly in and they and, and they just let it go. And then by the end of the game, towards the end of the game or the second half, it's got so ugly that the bookings become, they're just like confetti, just booking them all the time. Um, but you should have booked them early. You need to get a control of the game. I don't know what, I don't know what, what directions, and it's probably not the referees themselves, it's from up above. Giving them directions to allow play to go, they want play to go on and keep it free flowing because they're all doing it. Um, so it must be some sort of direction that they're getting, but it's you know, you need to stack well, your on the game. Um, my thing is, um, with <clears throat> managing Sunday league teams, when you get that, you can just see the players go, Well, hang on, if he's going to get away with that, and then yeah. they go in hard, and then the next one goes in hard, mm -hmm. and I was like, someone's going to possibly get hurt here because. Mm -hmm. Players are just going to keep escalating until the referee stops it. I mean, obviously, these are completely different animals to, to, to Sunday league players. They're not they're not going to start kicking the living crap out of each other. But um, mm. it is that kind of thing where you think, right, I'm going to you left one on me, I'm going to do one on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. It's always a chance with Omar, especially. Um, well, he was the he was the most fouled player in the uh, in the national yeah. league last year, wasn't he? I think. Yeah. Um, and and, and that doesn't include all the fouls that weren't given. Yeah, he got. I didn't actually see it, but he did stay down with that. Um, it, I take it was an arm or something to the face in the second half. Did you catch what happened, Mark? Or? Um, I can't recall that immediately. No, um, I don't. But there was one incident. Play on, and then yeah. Then when he realised it was a head injury, then stopped it. I think that might have been when he was yeah. like, wandering around with the ball, actually. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, did, it definitely. Yeah, I think it was a playing arm. I don't think it was an elbow or anything like that. It wasn't deliberate, but yeah, it, it did get caught. Yeah. And um, one thing I did catch on video, which I haven't put out, was um, Rob's lovely free kick that took their player out. 
Um, oh, oh, must oh. have stung on a very cold Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> but we got a nice early goal from Louis. Um, mm. I thought it was a bit of an odd evening. Um, there was a lot less people in there. I think Taz pointed out it was um, possibly because Chelsea were on the telly and it was cold. Mm. Um, mm. But I just thought when we took the lead very early, it, it just seemed everyone was quite flat, not just the players, just everyone in the crowd as well. Um, it's a strange little atmosphere and it was just a long, long game, it seems. What do you guys think? Uh, well, from from watching live, you can see that obviously there was less people. And without doubt, I mean, there's a lot of Chelsea fans that come and watch Sutton now. Yeah. Um, and so with Chelsea on the box, they're definitely they're definitely going to watch it. Mansfield, you know, would not would have sold out their allocation quite easily if it was a Saturday. Um, mm. They did well to bring 300. To be honest, I know they got a few London fans, um, but but nevertheless, I mean, I've I've seen on there for I mean, people were getting back at three o'clock in the morning. Um, and they're going to go to work in three hours time after, you know, mm. it's, uh, that was quite an ask and they, uh, 300 fans is, is pretty impressive to be honest, but they would have, they would have sold out if it was a Saturday. So <coughs> we would have, we, we would have had over 3000 again, if it was a Saturday game. Um, but when you've got, when you've got Chelsea on the box, that's a big draw. And especially, I mean, they played brilliantly last night. So yeah. people want to, people want to yeah. watch them. And like it or not, they, they, yeah. the casual fans, um, they, they don't have the same um, connection. So if it is yeah. living freezing, they're not going to think, yeah, I'll stand in the cold for two hours to watch football. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did like it because I had lots of space around me for the first time in ages. Yeah. I was like, this is yeah. lovely. <laughs> People left my man alone, or the curver as it's been renamed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think yeah, the official and, attendance was just under two and a half thousand, but I think that included a lot of non-attending season ticket holders. So the actual number of people in the ground was was quite a lot less than that. Yeah, probably right. under well under two thousand. Yeah. yeah, oh really? Right. Okay. The season it, that was established a while ago. It's the see, it's the ticket sold, is not the actual attendance, isn't it? So it's tickets yeah, sold yeah. for the game. So it's yeah. what's announced. Um, mm. well, what about um, the second goal? Did you? I put my yeah. phone away. I thought the attack had broken down. I thought, well, I'm not filming this anymore. I'm back in my yeah. pocket. And yeah. I'm like, no, that was beautiful. It was at the right end. And yeah. it, it was brilliant because I don't think David had done a huge amount in the game. Um, um, Ricky seemed to be um, more involved. Um, and it was a brilliant break, brilliant run for David. And, uh, and then the finish was just uh, outstanding. Um, we know Omar's got that in his locker, and it was really nice, really nice to see. It was an absolutely sweet hit, and uh, mm. although different parts of the goal from the go and slightly different because Saturday was a volley by Smith for the for, for Orient, but um, a similar trajectory into the back of the net. Um, mm. Mm. It was an outstanding hit, really was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, not quite as good as his goal at Woking, but not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> I know Zanarama tweeted already to, uh, today. They've tweeted about uh, Omar that that goal. So uh, yeah, okay. He got goal of the season last year. So uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Got goals, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was an unbelievable goal. That uh, I know quite yeah. a lot of people missed it because they were still trying to get into the ground. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, we, so we're now, uh, I think, seventh um, again, and yep. eight, 18 games, so there's 
28 to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and we're doing marvellously well. Yeah. Um, would have taken, I think I worked it out being a bit of a weird geek, um, that we've got something like 1.7 uh, points per game, um, which would mm. top, put us into like 74 points for the season, which we're not going to be arguing mm. with that, are we, if we finish up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I might, because I, I bet on us to win the league, so... Uh... <laughs> At what point did you do that? Um, I did, I, I've done it twice. At the start of the season, I've got each way and I've got us to win the league. I've got 66 to 1. I've got us two. two, wow. two mm -hmm. Well, I, I firmly believe it. I don't know about you guys, but I firmly believe if you can keep the nucleus of a, a championship winning side together, then you're going to do mm -hmm. well the next season. Mm -hmm. we've, and we've kept everybody. Everybody that Matt wanted mm -hmm. is gone. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. we've kept Matt as well and the coaching staff. And we've lost anybody. Um, yeah. Now that back as well. So. For me, we were always going to do well. He, he's just got rid of the people that he, you know, he didn't need. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I, I've always been pretty confident that we'll finish top half. Um, of course, we'd take 18th or 19th place or whatever, 20th or whatever. Of course, we'll take that in our first season. But I was expecting better, and I still expect better. And I, I think mm. with a little bit of luck, and we haven't had much luck, maybe a bit of naivety, we actually should be higher. We probably should be second. Mm. Um, yeah, there's yeah. very few games that we've played that you I think um Swindon was one and um Leighton the other day um where you thought yeah we've we've deserved that was it bad luck or bad decision by someone um I I was not as confident as you but I was confident we were going to be okay um which is strange for me because I'm always like no 50 points 50 points 50 points um but I was always confident this season that as you say because we, we kept most of the players and there is a there's something about the group of players that um, kind of just encourage you a little bit. Um, but yeah, I was relatively confident. But it's always nice to see the point getting on the board as quickly as possible. Yeah. I think strangely, if if we ended up 15th, 16th, 17th, what would have to happen for us to end up there would be quite a, a bad mm. run, and mm. it would make the season seem worse yeah. than it actually is. Whereas if you started the season and you said, "Oh, you're in 15th," uh, yeah. you would be delighted with that. Um, so yeah. I hope not, and I don't think we will, because he, he seems to have this little magic touch um, of getting the players up for the game, motivating them. Um, lots. Were well, you at the ma meet the managers or? Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't because I was isolating. So. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, otherwise, did, I would have been there. He played down himself yeah. a little bit a couple of times. I felt. He was like, mm. oh, well, I didn't know what I was going to say. And, and it just it kind of played everything down. It's like, nah, no, nah, it's the mm. same as Bruce and everyone with this whole little Sutton business. Um, mm. More to it going <laughs> on than, than mm. they're, they're letting on. Um, I just think he's been brilliant. Um, as long as mm. Spurs don't come knocking, we'll be fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's very meticulous in what he does. <laughs> and he's at, the yeah. he's at the games very early. Um, to, to uh, you know, I know they planned him and Jason have already planned stuff anyway, but they that the, they at the game so early, um, putting everything into place, and um, it, it's brilliant. It really, it really good. It was such a great appointment, yeah. Mm. Bruce yeah. got, I don't know if I've really heard it because he was very quiet when I spoke, um, but I did kind of say at the time a lot of people thought it was a bit of a safe appointment and just sort of promoting from within, mm. and he. Mm almost bristled <laughs> and said yeah. I don't think it was a safe appointment at all he said no management experience he hadn't been anywhere there were other managers who had experience and sort of some fairly biggish names 
um, mm. in the frame. He said, I really didn't think it was a, a safe appointment at all. I thought it was quite forward thinking of us, to be honest. But yeah, I, I, I wrote, both of you were on the forums and in the, in the Facebook groups, there was a lot of, oh, this is awful, this is terrible, he's just a coach and all that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of deleted messages, I'm sure. <laughs> I know, yes, I know. Mm. Uh, we, we know a few people that were moaning. I wasn't one of them uh, at all. I, I was backing him all the way. Uh, but I, I know people that wanted him to leave, uh, to go. Um, yeah. So he's not up to it. Um, and, you know, a manager does need time. And he, he's quite clearly up, up, up for it. I mean, we, yeah. I, I, I've always said that if a manager... If he loses the players, and you can see on the pitch when you lose the players, then that's probably the time to go because they're not playing for you. But at no stage during the bad run, no stage were we losing the players, and we were desperately unlucky with some of these results. They just weren't going our way, and and then suddenly, you know, Barrow away uh, <coughs> was amazing because Barrow didn't have a shot on target in the whole game, and they won one nil. Um, and then after that. Um, but the performance was out, the performance was outstanding, uh, you know. Barrow were, I think, was that the year they won the league? They went up, and I think it was, um, and, and they, they, they were the best side, and, and we we matched them, and of course the tie changed after that, and we started winning some games, and mm. it didn't surprise me at all because because um, of the way we were playing, and we, he hadn't lost the players at all. The players were playing for him, so mm. it's only a matter of time before um, the results were going to go our way. The thing is, at the time as well, um, not the same lost players, but he he had lost some big players in the changing room. So Nicky had gone, Rory had gone. Um, so these these not just necessarily on the pitch. They're, they're players that oh, yes. the changing room on the on the training ground. Big mm. big personalities suddenly not there. So um, it was important. Bruce actually said that. Um, by the way, he said Matt apparently asked him. Well, apparently Bruce told me he'd asked him. Um, so Matt asked Bruce um, at any point in that run, did I, was I ever in any danger? And Bruce was like, no, this is Sutton. You were never in any danger. You needed yeah. time to, to, to do, do, do yeah. the right thing, bring the players yeah. in, get, get everything going right. So, um, yeah, I, I remember at the time, and it was difficult, especially when you're defending, like, come on, no, give him time, give him time. It just went on and on and on. And you're like, yeah. no, give him time, give him time. But yeah. proved absolutely right and, and spectacular style. Um, yeah. But you did well there for me. You mentioned Barrow. We got him on Saturday. Uh -huh. <laughs> Indeed. Uh -huh. Almost a smooth segue in, Mike. Nearly, nearly. Um, so you're going to be there on Saturday, Julian, yeah? I am. I, I shall be doing the car park duties at early doors. So uh, oh, yeah. I get to see, uh, I, get, I, get, I get an early look and see who the referee is. Um, <laughs> uh, fortunately, I, I don't think it'll be David Rock because we've already had him. So. Uh, um, but yes, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be there at uh, eleven o'clock, doing the car park, and uh, and then uh, look, really looking forward to the game. Excellent. Uh, any thoughts on the game? It, it feels a little bit like a an old National League fixture, doesn't it? Because we've played Barrow several times in the National League. Um, they're not having a great season, um, and I, I checked was checking their results earlier. They haven't actually won a league game since the second of October. Um, I think they beat Mansfield 1-0 on that day at, at, at Barrow. Um, they haven't scored a goal in either of their last three, any of their last three games. Um, before that, they did win 4-0 in the FA Cup. That was at non-league Banbury. 
um, but their their recent form is, is pretty poor. But you know, as Matt I'm sure would say, there were no you know easy games at this level. Even when you're playing a struggling side, you gotta be you gotta be on it. And if you let your standards slip, you know you're asking for trouble. So you know, the players will, will will need to apply themselves in the way that they have been in the other games. But I'm sure you know Matt will will, will set them up for that and it impress them and need to put a, you know, a shift in again as they have in the other games and if they do that I think there's every chance we'll get a get a win. Yeah um, Mark's absolutely right um, yeah, I mean it is going to be a real uh, a real tough game because every, every game is but they're not going to be a Swindon Town or Port Vale no. um, uh, they're not they're not as good as those sides so we know that we can beat them but it's we, we've still got to perform um, I mean, it'd be fantastic if we can get an. I mean, if we can get another three points, I mean, it will be fantastic. Thirty-two points um, at the end of November. I mean, I mean, I know we've been pinching ourselves a lot over the last the last few months, the last six months or so, or ten months or whatever, all the way through the championship campaign. But the thirty-two points, um, what before the end end of November, at the end of November, would be absolutely remarkable. It really would, and, and it cements our place in the top seven. Um, probably extends the gap between um, us and the bottom two. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how Oldham react um, uh, uh, as they the sacked mm. today. Mm. Um, but um, and they're just sitting just above the bottom two. But you know, I, I would hope a similar. To, uh, obviously, we'll all take a similar result to um, uh, the last time we played a, a Cumbrian side. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, you know, and Carlisle and Barrow, I think, fought out a nil-nil draw the other week. So, they did, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, mm. and Mark's saying, you know, they can't score. Let's hope they don't score on Saturday. And if they don't score on Saturday, then I think there's only... Then we will, we will win, we will score. Interestingly, though, I don't know if you know this, Mike, or Mark, but apparently Isaac hasn't scored at home this season. All his goals have been away. Oh, oh, so he needs, not, he needs not to sort that out. He needs yeah. to sort that out. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going to be open in a minute just to see <laughs> what the odds are. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 luck, I don't know what I was on with that video. Lucky I, I did catch him when he made his, I think it was his, his most recent home debut, and he came on and he was just about to break away and the ref blew up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that was Carlisle. Was that, oh, that yeah. was Carlisle, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Although yeah. last time I made a prediction of who was going to score, I said um, Drynan was going to score on Saturday. Anyway. Loads of other players yeah. scored except Drynan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's going to be a good place to wrap it up, unless anyone wanted to say anything else. I'm assuming, Mark, since we're in, in Sutton, you'd go with the, the hope again for Pub of the Week, or is there something else you want to suggest? Um, you one, I'll, 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 well, I'll stick with the hope. It'll save me having to think about it of another pub in the, yeah. in the borough. Although, the short noses. Although Bruce, Bruce would very much say, um, take the cues and drink in the clubhouse. He was most upset yeah. to know that there was money walking out the door. Um, <laughs> quite a lot yeah. of time was spent discussing the beers and the burgers. Yes, and the yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Three beers. Like yeah. Everyone was all singing Matt's praises, and then it went to Bruce, yeah. and then suddenly, right, beers, burgers. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. And I'm, I am dropping that good, bad, and the ugly business because um, it is okay. negatives. I don't like that. I like, I like positives yeah. all this time. So I'll think of something else to replace it. I heard one putting people on the spot the other day to um, ask for man of the match. So I won't do that to you. 
but I'll just warn anyone else in future, I might ask for your man of the match of the game that's just gone. Okay. Um, okay. I won't do that to you guys today. All right. So, okay. Thank you very much for your time. It's been wonderful. All um, right. You're welcome. Minutes. Excellent. Um, thank you very much. I'll see you both Saturday. Yeah. Um, when there's lots more people around on my on my on my spot. <laughs> I'm over it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right with it. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. See you soon. Right, okay. Thanks, Mike. Cheers, Cheers Julian. Bye. Cheers, Mike. Bye. Cheers, Mike. Bye. And that's the end of this episode of Something Like Talk Time podcast. Um, actually, no, I lie. There is something else I was expecting to play. Um, just bear with me while I find my file. Sorry. <clears throat> so the Sutton United cocktail crew um, have asked to join in um, with their minute. So just bear with and here you go. Alright Mike, it's Woody from the Cocktail Crew. Not a great result yesterday, but onwards to Mansfield on Tuesday. Being the Cocktail Crew, we planned to look up the appropriate cocktails for the game yesterday. But to be honest, we were way too lazy. Which leads me on to today's feature. Woody's wonderful world of corner shop cocktail cans. Yesterday, we purchased a small cocktail from Day's store opposite the Field of Dreams. And it was the Mighty Snowball. <laughs> Normally they reserve a grandma on Christmas Day. This combination of warnings, Advocat, lemonade and lime should have been a winner. But the arrival of Stubbsy on the train at Wimbledon with the finest peri-peri built on made for a combination from hell. Rating, one out of five. See you Tuesday, mate. We, we're going to get them home little uh, intro and we'll get some of their, their cocktails every single week. So... That does wrap up the episode. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you to my guests for their time. Thank you, um, Mark and Julian. That was very, very wonderful. Um, I'm sure we'll absolutely be having them on again. Um, so just for now, take care, and I will see you at Barrow. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.